Welcome back to Between Two White Coats, a podcast designed to help you be the healthiest version of yourself. I'm Dr. Michelle Plaster, a family medicine doctor. And I'm her co-host, Amber Foster, a family nurse practitioner. In our combined 30 years in medicine, we've seen a lot. We're discussing key issues surrounding health and wellness, answering some of our biggest questions, overcoming health obstacles, and giving patient-centered advice in hopes of educating you and providing the tools you need to live a healthy life. If you find our podcast helpful, please consider subscribing so you don't miss an episode. And don't forget to leave us a five-star rating and review. This will help other people find our podcast. Thanks for joining us. We look forward to serving you. Welcome back to Between Two White Coats, and thank you for joining us today. We are talking about a topic today that is super important because we'd like to keep you healthy and keep you out of the doctor's office. We would like to take a vacation sometimes <laughs> because people aren't sick. So we're going to talk about your immune system today and how to build a strong immune system so that you can fight off the very many viruses and bacteria and all the other spores and things that get into your system so that you don't get sick. So let's talk a little bit about how we have a strong immune system. I think when you say immune system, um, that it's a broad term. And so people are like, oh, well, what is my immune system? A lot of times Such they think point. of just illness. Um, but your immune system is also what keeps you healthy. You know, So your immune system is what's fighting off um, when you are sick. And so just in generalities, yeah. um, when you, when someone's like, what's my, and there are people that truly do have deficiencies, like immune deficiencies. So we're yes, not there talking are to those diseases yeah. that are, are countering your immune system. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's such a good point. We kind of take for granted using these words and thinking that it means the same thing to everyone. Yeah. Um, and without getting into a lot of physiology and anatomy, your we will immune not system, we will not me. nerd out and uh, so do not uh, do not hit stop <laughs> um, but your immune system is a lot of things uh, there's your lymph system which is sort of like blood vessels but they're lymph vessels they drain through your body and they're they run through lymph nodes and so the idea is to trap infection in there and then flush it out um, people will frequently come see us because they have a swollen lymph node and and it is a good idea if you have a swollen yeah. lymph node to see a provider because it's either nothing or something horrible yeah. um, and we want to make sure it's not the something horrible because it can be cancers um, but people will get swollen lymph nodes after they've had an ear infection and that's what the lymph node is supposed to yeah. do it's trapping that infection and then the lymph drainage is flushing it out of your system and people will have sore lymph nodes like, oh, like I'm doing this because this is where we see yeah, because uh, when you have head stuff it's yeah. up in your neck and so a lot of people are like my, my lymph node are so sore and then you know when we're examining them they do have an ear infection or they do have strep throat right so, strep throat you'll get those big swollen underneath your chin yeah. lymph nodes and they're fighting off the strep infection and then they go back down after a couple of weeks yeah. but they'll be kind of painful from yeah. how they've grown um the other really important aspects of your immune system and there's so many um, your circulatory system has white blood cells, and different white blood cells fight off different types of infections. You have lymphocytes, which primarily fight viruses, neutrophils that primarily fight bacteria, um, and we can see this in CBCs when we when we look at uh, your blood count um, to make sure. And people who have HIV will have really low white count so that they can't fight infections the same. Um, and so your circulatory system, the white blood cells, huge part of your immune yeah. system. And your GI tract is just lined with immune cells. And these are cells that trap and fight infections that are, so that they never actually 
get out of your digestive tract and into your bloodstream. Um, and, and there's many other aspects of your um, of immunity or your yeah. immune system, but this is sort of the overview of them. Yeah. And so with all of these different things, um, can I control whether they're going to work or not? Uh, is there anything I can do to have a good immune system? I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there is. Um, what, we, have, we laugh about it, but it's, it's such a true, we were talking about pillars of health, and it really oh my gosh. is the most basic thing. So, so listener, what do you think we're about to say? You haven't heard anything else we've ever said. Um, diet is so big. It's so huge. Um, it matters what you put in your system. It does. I, I've, I've said this so many times. I, you would never take your car to the mechanic and, and you've just put a bunch of sand in the gas tank. And you look at the mechanic kind of confused and go, why is my car not running? Um, well, you put junk in, yeah. it's not going to run. No. And yet that happens all the time. You put a bunch of junk into your system and your system doesn't work. And one of the huge ways that your system doesn't work is that your immune system just drops and drops and you get to where you can't fight things off. So if I'm trying to make sure I eat right to have a strong immune system, what are the important things I need to keep in mind? Very low sugar. <laughs> yes. So refined sugars, horrible for your yeah. immune system. There's a research study that I read in, in preparing for this. This podcast makes me smarter. <laughs> Hopefully it makes you all smarter too. Um, but uh, there's a research study I read that 75 grams of sugar can shut your immune system down for five hours. Which That's is remarkable. Crazy. So that yeah. is, there's about 35 grams of sugar in a 12 ounce can of Coke. Or any soda. I don't want to pick on Coke. We're from Atlanta. I can't pick on Coke. Yeah. Um, well, and you know, in the South, everything's Coke. Everything's so Coke. Exactly. Okay. So, um, of any you kind of, of soda that's pop. You're from yeah, <laughs> that's right. In Ohio, we called it pop. Um, so, if you have two 12 ounce cans of, of soda, then you are going to shut your immune system down for five hours. Which is so, I mean, I, I don't personally drink soda for various reasons, but like it's very common for someone to drink two sodas with dinner. Yeah. Very common. Like my and kids. Half I the don't time, drink like, soda for the reason that it's horrible for you. <laughs> yeah. Horrible. It is sand in your gas yeah. tank. But all other refined sugars too. This is interesting. I think when people start to get sick, you're getting the first signs of a head cold. So you go for like the 32 ounce cup that all of us Americans keep in our um, yeah. in our cabinet, and you fill it full of orange juice. Yeah. Um, and and orange juice is great for vitamin C. But you just need enough vitamin C for like a four ounce, maybe an eight yeah. ounce, but you don't need 32 ounces of, of sugar. sweet, sugary juice. <laughs> Even this good. We like and, it. Yeah, but... because, you know, you're going to get some vitamin C, but you're going to shut your immune system down from all the sugar that's in that juice. Yeah. Um, so eat an orange or, you know, take some vitamins, have a small glass of orange juice, but don't overdo it because yeah. sugar is going to really hurt your immune system. Um, and then there's a lot of things. So that's, you know, things to avoid, but things that we want to put into our system to keep our immune system strong. Um, one of the important things are your, your superfoods. Uh, you know, there, uh, my son loves to listen to uh, YouTube, this one kid that does food theory. I call him a kid. He's probably 30. Um, and, um, and, and so, you know, to pub someone else's YouTube, um, food theory is really fun. And he talks a lot about foods. And my son tells me the other day, there are there is no such thing as superfoods. My food theory guy told me that. I'm like, yeah, no, there are no like superhero foods. They don't yeah. have capes. They don't fly around. <laughs> but there are foods that have a lot of um, 
good stuff in them that is super for your body. And so we kind of group them into superfoods. But the superfoods for immunity would be things that have a lot of vitamin C, fiber, zinc, um, your broccoli, your berries. Um, your berries, blueberries being sort of a standout, but all berries. Um, tomatoes, uh, garlic and ginger are two things that we're finding really help promote people's immunities, immunity while decreasing their inflammation. And so there's things that you can try to put as part of your normal diet. Almost every fruit, most vegetables, um, are going to help build your immune system, give you those vitamins and minerals that you need to build your immune system. Um, and so making sure you're eating whole foods, plant-based diet, avoiding the refined sugars is going to give you the diet you need to um, help build good immunity. Um, so while we're talking about the things that people know we're about to say, <laughs> what's the next thing that's going to build immunity? I know it's going to shock you, but exercise. Yes. Uh, diet and exercise, diet and exercise. How many times can we say it? But one of the things, two of the things that I said, two principal parts of your immune system are your lymph system and your circulatory system. And so exercise is going to make your heart pump well. And when you're pumping all that blood around, that's what carries the white blood cells. You're flushing out any of the infections, clearing it with your liver and kidney. But if you don't have good circulation, then you're going to have things that don't heal. We see this in um, sores on people's feet. When you're aging, you've been a smoker, you have peripheral vascular disease, you have lousy blood flow, those cold kind of bluish feet that older people can have, smokers can have. Um, you don't get good blood flow to your feet. Don't get a sore on your foot. It's not going to heal because you don't get good blood flow there. You're not taking all those white blood cells to clear out the infection. So you can't heal it yourself. And it takes a long time when you're not taking nutrients too and killing off the infection. You can't heal things. So uh, making sure that you're exercising regular 30 30 minutes of cardiovascular five times a week will be a gift to your immune system and really help keep you from getting sick when you get exposed to something. Josh, who is my husband, he'll when he's not feeling well, he's like, I'm going to go sweat it out. And I'm like, I don't know that's like the best thing ever. But like he always feels better after he goes and exercises when he's sick. And I, good for him. Is, it's totally a thing he does. Like that's definitely not what I want to do. But he's like, it, I swear it makes me feel better. It makes great sense though because you're pumping all oh, but, the yeah. blood to all the different tissues, which is going to clean and them I'm up. Like, clean Let up me the ring infection. the bell. Someone ring me things. You know? Oh, exactly. <laughs> I, when I'm sick. I wish but. I was as strong as him. I know, right? I'm like, I'm going to be in this bed <laughs> and ask people to bring me things. Yes. Um, another thing that's really important is hydration. Um, we need to make sure that we're pumping blood. We need to make sure we have enough blood. So staying hydrated. If you're sick, you really want to put focus on hydration because when you have a fever or other things, you're going to dehydrate quicker. Yeah. Um, and hydration is really important. Also, hydration helps keep your mucous membranes moist. And mucous membranes are things like the lining of your nose, the lining of your mouth. Um, the lining of your nose traps infection all the time. So um, someone can inhale cold, flu viruses, coronavirus, and it can get trapped in your nose and you blow it out or you get rid of it and, and it never gets down into your lungs. It never gets into your bloodstream and you don't get sick. But if you have dry mucous membranes because you stay dehydrated, it can't trap anything. So it can't do what it's built to do to protect you. Mm-hmm. So staying well hydrated, making sure you're getting your proper amount of water every day um, will 
really improve your immune system. Well, and for pediatric patients, so that's, you know, we see them here in our clinic. Um, that is like one of the n- number one things I'll tell parents when children are running fevers. I'm like, they're not going to want to eat as much, but you have got to push the liquids, like really yeah. push fluids on the, the kids because they'll allow themselves to get dehydrated because if you feel lousy, you don't want to drink. And yeah. so, you know, as adults, we can remind ourselves, okay, I'm ill, let me stay hydrated or, you know, we, we're trying to prevent this, but, um, but for kids, especially like kids need to be hydrated and juice boxes are, are not the thing. Um, right. Because then you're loading them with that sugar, sugar. which is going to decrease yes. their immunity so, and, and maybe a little Pedialyte or some lower sugar, um, uh, Gatorades, you get some electrolytes, you get a little sugar because if they're not eating well, yeah. they may need a little bit for nutrients, but you don't want to pound them with way high sugars. Yeah. So even when they're not ill, like Water from a cup is okay. Yes. Like they don't have to have juice. They, I mean, the amount of milk that they need is actually much less as they age. We and are so, of this mentality that what's in the cup has to have some sort of extra flavor, flavor to yeah. it. And people are like, I don't like water. Um, and typically, if you stop drinking the other things and you just drink water for a couple of weeks, you learn to like it. Yeah. And then when you go back to drinking the other things, you want the water because yeah. you notice what it feels like to be dehydrated. Yeah. Yeah, so hydration is huge on a regular basis to keep your immunity high. Really important if you get sick to get better faster. Because remembering, if you have a bad immune system, it not only means you're going to get sick more often, it means you're going to stay sick longer because you're not going to fight it off. And so if you're a person who seems to be catching everything or seems to be sick with something for three weeks while other people might be sick with it for four or five days, then you need to do some of the stuff to build your immune system stronger. Yeah. Um, uh, n- the next thing is your digestive system. So we talked about how important your digestive system is as part of your immune system. 70% of your immune system happens in your digestive tract. So that is really crucial. And a couple of the things here are, again, back to what you eat. High fiber, plant pa- plant-based diet really helps to keep everything where it needs to be in the immune system of your gut. Um, staying well hydrated keeps the immune system of your gut well protected and um, taking a probiotic may add extra good bacteria and that good bacteria helps to balance any bad bacteria that gets in there and fight it off um, and keep you from getting sick as well other lifestyle stuff that will help people have a strong immune system again we've said it a million times but stress stress makes your immune system much less Right. Um, Do you ever notice when people get shingles or when people get um, an outbreak of cold sores is typically when they're either sick with something else um, or when they're stressed out. Mm -hmm. When they're going through a lot emotionally is right when the shingles will come on. Um, Shingles and cold sores are these viruses, chickenpox virus for shingles, herpes virus for cold sores, that we harbor in our nerves our entire life. So if you've ever had it, it's there. You cannot get rid of it entirely. And, and your immune system, when it's healthy, keeps it at a minimal level to where it can't do anything. It just kind of puts it in a box and slams it and locks it, and it can't get out. Um, when your immune system is not good, when you're stressed out and your immune system goes down, the box opens, the lock breaks, and the shingles virus takes over. Um, and stress will keep the immune system from being able to do what it's supposed to do. Yeah. So making sure now, of course... You've heard us say before, we hate when people say, you got to reduce your stress. We don't choose stress. We can't yeah. likely choose against a lot of our stressors. But if you have stressors that you can't avoid, then learning stress management techniques, 
making stress management techniques part of your daily life is going to help you in so many ways, including improving your immunity. Um, I have a, a patient who recently um, was seeing a life coach, and I thought this was she's going through a lot of stressors, um, lots of situational stressors like that she believes eventually would kind of dissipate. But for right now, it was major high stress. And um, she said, I said, well, how are you combating that? And she's like, she gave me this exercise that said, um, take two minutes and say the things, the little things in your day that you're grateful for. And so that's one easy way that you can reduce stress is to be grateful. And like we talk about gratitude all the time. You know how much I love it. But she was like, like, I like a warm cup of coffee with this particular creamer. And that makes me happy in the day. And she's like, so focusing on tiny things. Like, yeah, it's not the big stuff. It's not like the stress that she's still, she's still going to be going through it for a little bit longer. Like she knows like kind of there may be an end in sight, but just to say, Hey, this warm cup of coffee, this helps me. Like it's, I'm grateful for it. And that automatically will reduce stress. You cannot feel stressed and grateful at the same time. You cannot. And, and your brain cannot focus on all that's wrong at the same time that it's focusing on all that's right. Yeah. So I thought that was to choose. Yeah. I thought that was a really great little exercise. I was like two minutes, two minutes. Like, well, you know, you could do that while you're brushing your teeth. Yeah. Like, you could do that, you know, maybe you have a stressful job. You could do that on your drive to work so yeah. that you're really lowering your stress before you get there. Very intentional things that we can do that are not big to help reduce our stress. Yeah. Um, I love it. And we've talked about how stress affects us in so many ways. It also affects our immune system. Um, and then the next thing, so we like to say diet. We like to say exercise. We like to say hydration. And we like to say reduce your stress because there isn't a single part of your health that that's not going to affect And the other thing Mm -hmm. that affects every aspect of your body is your sleep. Mm -hmm. Um, And so once again, we're back to uh, your immune system will suffer if you're not well rested and you're not getting good sleep. Very interesting research article found that people who have less than six hours of sleep are four times more likely to get sick with something. Um, Six hours, less than six hours uh, is going to profoundly affect your ability to fight things off. Um, sleep is so necessary for rebuilding things. It rebuilds our white blood cells. It, um, rebuilds so many other things in our body. Another really interesting research study, uh, shows that, um, they looked at people who got vaccines and people who had less than six hours of sleep and got a vaccine were less likely to have an immune response. So remember when you get a vaccine, the vaccine is not the magic part. What your body does with it is the magic part. So we give you just this little bit that looks like an infection that you might have so that you're not naive to that infection. And then your body says, oh, that's what the flu looks like. I know I'm gonna make the right blood cells. I'm gonna make the right response so that if I see that, I will attack it quickly. I will not have to figure out what to do once I'm infected. And then you hold those cells, and if the flu comes around, you have immunity to it. So we can look at people from vaccines that they've had over time and see if they still have that immunity to it. Um, And people who are sleep-deprived and probably all these other things are less likely to have their vaccines work because their immune system isn't there. It's not working. So they don't recognize what it's – the immune system doesn't say, oh, that's the flu. Let me build a defense to it. It can't build the defense. And so – If you are a person who's hating on your vaccine by saying, "Um, I got the flu and I had the flu shot, then you got to kind of ask if you're getting vaccinated for things, but you're not building immunity to it, it may be something you're doing where your immune system's not good. Where's the broken part? Yeah. Um, Another thing is supplements. Um, 
you know, supplements can aid in uh, building immunity. And so uh, these are kind of generalities. We wouldn't suggest that you just go purchase all of these and take them all today um, if you're concerned about your immune system. But there are things in supplements that you can take uh, that will help kind of build your immune system. So if you notice that you're getting sick more often or that it's taking you longer to fight off certain infections, what supplements might you consider um, taking for a little time to try to uh, make your immune system stronger? Uh, vitamin C and zinc, um, those just help build immunity, um, which we would always say food first. So if you can get uh, vitamin C through your diet, uh, that would be great. But if not, especially during um, you know cold and flu season or in the winter when people tend to get uh, more uh, sick than usual, um, to take vitamin C and zinc. Um, a couple of others are ashwagandha and turmeric and echinacea. Yes, and turmeric's a great, we've heard a lot about turmeric in recent years. Turmeric is a great anti-inflammatory, and when your system is inflamed, ginger also, when your system is inflamed, it can't respond like it's supposed to. And so decreasing general inflammation is a great way to just make your system healthier and therefore make your immune system healthier as well. Um, and then the last one that I think has really become popular for immunity, um, I have a little powder that I drink during cold and flu season, is elderberry. Yeah. Um, what is the deal with, what is an elderberry and why is it so good for me? It's one of the things that I'm like, I don't really know what an elderberry, what does where an elderberry come look from? Like, right? I don't know. Uh, but for whatever reason, it does help build immunity. Yeah, so. I think it has a lot of the different things that help. And um, and elderberry somehow helps with cytokine yeah. production and it helps increase. Which uh, is helps decrease inflammation. Yeah. Um, and it helps increase your blood cells that fight off immunity. So I think as they started looking at elderberry, they were like, wow, this stuff really helps keep people healthy. There was probably some small part of a population that ate elderberry Moose. and never got yeah. sick. And they were like, and what those are those people are, doing? Um, and those like come in, um, I've given them to my children. They come in gummies. You know, like yeah. you can give those to your children. I, I believe the age is four and up um, that you can actually give it to your child. But like that's an easy, like, hey. Easy, yeah. Um, I'm probably overdosing my child on all things for immunity because kids are little bags of viruses. They I'm pick like, up everything What are school. they licking? Are they licking the floors at school? Yes, and they bring it home to us. And so it yes. – and, of course, I want my son to be healthy, and I also want him to not bring me home whatever yes. viruses well, at school. Well, and, of course, we're here, you know, so we see sick patients. And it's never my patients that ever get me sick, ever. It's it always is my our children. kids. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, yes, I think really making sure – and these are all the healthy pillars – for so much, but making sure that we're not only doing these things for ourselves, but that we're really reinforcing these things for our family, family yeah. um, that our children are getting the right amount of sleep, they're staying well hydrated, they're not drinking the sugary drinks, um, they're eating fruits and vegetables, they don't have that all tan plate, um, and and it's going to help their immunity. And you'll find like that your kid has a stuffy nose for a couple days and then is better as opposed to sick for weeks. Um, and, well, of course, we can't avoid everything. Yeah. But it sure can help keep us from getting sick as often or as sick when we yeah. do catch something. And, of course, like, when you when one child gets sick, um, I have two children. Shelly has one. But, like, if, if one child gets sick, well, then in a few days the next kid gets sick oh, yeah. and then the next one oh. gets sick. And it's like you've been sick for a month and so, it's somebody in the house. Like, you just can't get well. That's right. It and just so, keeps passing and... Yeah, and so we can't we can't avoid all of it, but we yeah. certainly can have ourselves armed um, to defend against as much as possible. You know, we've we've survived a pandemic, and we've really be become aware 
of how important our immune system is. Yeah. Um, so we would like to encourage all of you to do the things that we are always encouraging <laughs> yeah. all of you to do. Eat healthy, exercise, get the right amount of sleep, protect your sleep, manage your stress well, stay well hydrated. And all of this, for all the things it does, is going to really help increase your immune system as well and hopefully help you fight off any kind of infections. Um, one thing we didn't mention, um, and this is very basic and, I mean, you see it everywhere, but little simple things um, like hand washing. Oh, yeah. And um, I know that everybody loves to hate masks, but, you know, if or if you're sick, stay home. Yeah. You know, like And if you have to be out when you're sick, put a mask, mask on, on to protect other people, yeah. to protect your family. You know, like don't be like, oh, Susie has a – her fever was 100. She'll go to school today. Well, then now you've infected – 25 other children and, and so, recognize like, that just because you gave your kid ibuprofen or tylenol and you broke their fever for a couple hours you didn't not you didn't stop them from being contagious yes yeah. you know so, and some people might not understand that but now other kids are going to get sick yeah. too so just the i mean that's just basic <clears throat> um but but yeah we talked about all the ways that you can help your body fight something when it gets exposed but how do we not get exposed? Yeah. And and really not getting exposed would be the best gift because yeah. then you wouldn't put that stress on your body. And mm. hand washing and using um, the you know alcohol-based hand sanitizers and such is a good idea yeah. um, to keep us from t- picking up whatever and then potentially I know. Every September I'm house. like, here's all the hand sanitizer and all the Kleenexes all <laughs> when my kids school. Exactly. Like, take all of it, please. Yeah, share it with your friends. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Um, so s- simple habits uh, and um, easy things that across the board will really benefit. Um, and we hope that you will focus on keeping yourself healthy um, and keeping yourself out of your doctor's office. Thank you so much for listening to us today. And we hope that you can take away something that will help you have a strong immune system. We like to leave you on a good note. So today's Tell Me Something Good is brought to us by Vanessa, an incredible medical assistant that works with us. Hey, Vanessa, tell me something good. I'm getting married on 2-24-24 and just loving life, being a mom, working here. See, Vanessa is the type, she never just has one good thing. (laughs) Something else good is having lots of good things. Congratulations on getting married. We are so excited for you. Thank you. Thank you for joining us today, and until next time, take care of yourself.